on this episode, we're winding down season two and recapping our favorite episodes as well as some of our rages and raves that didn't quite make it into the show. There will be spoilers, so if those aren't your jam, we jump on over to another episode. Welcome back to Page Rage. Welcome back, everyone. We've made it. It is the final episode of season two. We're on full countdown mode, like full countdown mode. Oh my God, I feel like we were like army crawling through like mud and muck to get here. I was trying to get through a couple books and I just, this work has been crazy Mm -hmm. for everybody, everybody I'm talking to, everybody out there, how's your work doing? Because ours is insane. Yeah, since I came back to the real world from vacation in April, it has been nonstop everything has been on fire and it has not been the best like two months of my life (laughs) to say the least let's do a little recap a page recap (laughs) a page replay if you will (laughs) she's trying with the r words (laughs) i like that one (laughs) i had a page review recap replay i'm all i'm all for it i'm making this trademarking this (laughs) happening Guys, I promise we'll be better. We'll be better in season three. (laughs) We're going to give our brains a break. We're going to let ourselves read whatever we want to read. And we're going to come back and it's going to be great. To be fair, there was once upon a time where Ash and I took a yearly vacation. And then COVID happened and our minds have never been the same. And we used to go for three weeks too. So next year Mm -hmm. we're getting back on that level. Like we need full time reset. We need a full reset. (laughs) A page reset. reset. If yes. You will. <laughs> yes. But the good thing is we are about to go on a page escapade to London. <laughs> and so hopefully by the time we come back, we'll be rested and refreshed. And season three, we will be ready to rock and rage. While getting into to just season two, I honestly, I cannot believe A, that is the end of season two. And B, it's almost our one year of recording page rage on July 5th. July 5th is the first episode we ever posted of Page Rage, and it was a Bridgerton episode based on the first season, and it was phenomenal, to say the least. And if you've listened to that episode, (laughs) I think we said the word phenomenal about 2,000 times, as well as I'm here for that, about 50,000 more. I think we've come a long way. I also don't think we've said it again. <laughs> I think <laughs> we honest. traumatized ourselves because listening to that, we were just like, oh my gosh, everybody who's listening, if anybody listens, is going to think we have two exact words in our vocabulary. Yeah. I mean, we haven't, we haven't said <laughs> that word. I'm like, like I'm, going, word. I'm going through my head and I'm like, I haven't we said that word. So and hard. We definitely, <laughs> we definitely. I just, I, I honestly can't believe it's been a year. I can't believe we actually have people that are listening to us. We obviously have have over a thousand followers at this point we have you know quite a few listens and downloads on every episode and i i'm just excited people care what we have to say are actually listening to us we and we love hearing from you you. we love the interactions on our social media we love hearing what you agree with what you don't agree with what your rages have been this year uh so definitely keep those coming as well yes and if you'd like to come on and rage with us please love it email us dm us we're all for it well i guess looking back at season one and season two what has just been your favorite moment not even an episode not necessarily a book but like what has been your favorite part of just 
recording and having this podcast for the past couple seasons. I would have to say everybody that's come on. We've had some really mm-hmm. cool people on. I love that Lindsay came on and my brother and Larry and Amy <laughs> and Estella. I know. <laughs> and I think the good thing about this year or the, the interesting thing about this year was we were actually able to have some of our fellow podcasters on. And these are podcasters that we've never mm-hmm. even actually met in person, but we've always interacted with uh, just on Bookstar. They've been super welcoming in the book community. So I was so happy we got to have Bobska Books on. I know you did another recording with Plot Twist. I was dying of maybe COVID. Still not sure what I have, but I was very sick. So Kat did a special Plot Twist podcast. (laughs) There we go. Everybody has been super supportive in the best way. I mean, even Plot Twist, I listened to Mm -hmm. the episode that I popped on. So if you would like, take a listen. And we just basically bitched about all the Bridgerton <laughs> nonsense. And I was listening and I was like, damn, I really didn't have a good time. <laughs> like It was bad. Bridgerton, yeah, yeah, at yeah. Bridgerton. Let me well, clarify. Like- I-, I did not have a good time at Bridgerton. I love those ladies. I would love for us four yeah, to do an episode together. We'll have to set something up. If you're listening, Plattress, holla at us. <laughs> I saw a lot of similarities between us mm-hmm. two and them oh, two. It made me laugh. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think my favorite moment, I think at the beginning, just seeing the kind of response we were getting, having people actually follow us and interact with us and actually care what we were having to say, getting like the positive feedback about the fact that we're helping people find books or we're giving them a voice when they just couldn't stand something and they thought they were the only one looking at you, Colleen Hoover. <laughs> and I, I love the fact that we were actually embraced because I feel like a lot of bookstagram is very happy, go lucky. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not that we're not happy. But you know, we have a little bit of a different vibe to us. And the fact that we're raging about books, because we love yes. books, and we want to be swept away. And we get mad when we can't. I think just being embraced is definitely one of my favorite parts. I feel like my mission is to get people to listen to our bad romance episodes. <laughs> so we can I, I want to battle somebody out with I do. Somebody tell me why you I, like I it. I would actually like to do that. I think we should have a full-on book battle over Verity because I still mm-hmm. don't get it. We need some severe Colleen Hoover supporters to come. One of my other hands down just favorite moments from the past two years was the first time we had Larry on the podcast. And obviously we were talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I don't know why we were talking about this. Why were we talking about raging at dawn? I don't know. But what I was just like, like, let me know what outfit I'm wearing. I don't want to show up to the, you know, the rage and be in the wrong outfit or whatever. It was just so silly. And it's so funny listening back because sometimes you don't even know what you're saying. And then you just listen back. You're like, what the hell is coming out of my mouth? But I think the best part about this is we were able to be like authentically ourselves and people Mm -hmm. are somehow listening and engaging with that. So that's good. I got quite a few positive feedbacks on that line they're like we busted out laughing when I heard that I have to say I love books like books are my first love but I do love when we bring on and talk about Marvel or DC I feel like I'm like in my element and I'm swimming and I would like to say that Marvel is doing just about everything they can to not bring back the X-Men so whatever Kevin we're gonna have an issue with that but so bring me back to the episode what was your favorite episode of season two? I would have to say the purple hair don't care. I think that was my favorite one. Probably because that was probably one of my fa- favorite books yeah. 
that those we were did. good. That was definitely, uh, that was like my favorite too, was the Purple Hair Don't Care. And God, I love those books so much. I think I'm just going to reread them because they just mm-hmm. make me happy. So they've like knocked themselves into my, like, yeah, they're that's, really that's good. That's how much they I like them. They are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So definitely listen to that episode. Loved it. I think my second favorite though was Bad Romance because we finally got to talk about Verity and all of the issues we personally have with Verity. I also had been waiting for that episode. That episode had that title for like seven months. So I was just like <laughs> ready to go. And then of course, Battle of the Bats. That was fun. It was just, all, it's always fun when your brother and Larry um, are on with us. And the fact that we got everybody on in one, I think that was uh, a really fun episode. Yeah, that was a that was a good episode. I liked low-key refereeing where I'm just like, I don't care what your answers are. Mine are always Michael Keaton and Michael Keaton. I just needed an ejector <laughs> seat for their Ben Affleck nonsense. I was like, nope, <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> we're done here. Eject. Eject from the podcast. Goodbye. I also liked X's and O's because we talked on Chris oh Nashley my god and Kyla came on and I have been waiting forever to read it was about fun Kristen having her Kyla on finally I know we've been you've been trying to get her on since season one mm-hmm. and to have her on to talk about Kristen Ashley was truly like the mecca and so fitting because I got to blame both of you for why I am in this boat <laughs> you two are the culprits for why I got sucked into Kristen Ashley and then was forced to deal with just the repercussions of that we just didn't know we never knew Ka was gonna go <laughs> super ka she like supersized the ka well taking it back since like i said we are celebrating the full year of page rage in a few weeks what was your favorite episode of the past two seasons i would have to say issue number 11 i love you know talking all things marvel you know which one i i mean i liked a lot of them i'm gonna be real final girl face off Uh, i really loved i love diving into harry potter with Mm -hmm. jess you know i love it but you know which one i actually really Mm -hmm. love that wasn't as popular was our cinderella one you know, so Estella, who was one of our who was one of our guests last season, she hasn't she didn't make it into season two. I know she'll be on season three, but that was actually her favorite episode and one that pe- at least people who know us I think really liked that episode. But mm-hmm. I agree. I think I think you could see a lot of ourselves and our personality in that one. It's really silly. You even said it. You were like, Sleeping Beauty is your favorite. All she does is talk to animals and sleep. That is you. That is you. <laughs> I was like, yes. That 100% is you. Yeah, it was like, I'm, I'm thinking about it as I'm saying it. I'm like, ah, got it, got it. Yeah, I really wish that one would have taken off. I really enjoyed that one. I agree though. I think issue number 11 and Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo were two of my favorite. I think my favorite title of season one though was Can We Call You Zaddy? Like it was so funny (laughs) and then yeah I think final girl face off I definitely really enjoyed and I really liked bad medicine because I was so moved by firekeeper's daughter it just blew me away and trying to put into words the effect that it had you know reading it and being able to talk to you about it I, I I just really enjoyed that conversation because it was it was not the easiest book it was you know a heavier book than I think I anticipated anticipated it being but I I loved it I loved it so much I felt like that was a really yeah episode yeah because it it really resonated I think it's hard as a woman to read that and not feel something about it I think uh the one that your brother was on out of the woods I think is still our most played episode to date out of any episode that we've had in the past two seasons I think he's still winning yeah he is <laughs> I can't wait to have him back so we can 
could do a, the second season. In my head, I'm like, do I need to read it? Jerry could probably yes, just tell it to me do. by memory. <laughs> Jerry, uh, when I was reading it, because the other series one day we will bring on dresden files i read that with jerry and every time i loved a character damn jim butcher mm-hmm. killed him off i was pissed and so when i fell in love with oil i text jerry and i was like if this guy dies i'm wow. done and he was like spoiler alert he stays and i was like whew okay <laughs> I can deal with this. I can't deal with another mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, Hodor. Rest in peace, my love. I can't. I, I can't, can't even see it. the name. I, I'm so traumatized by Hodor. Like, so trauma. I don't even want to think about it. I can't. <laughs> I remember being on the episode of, we had all my friends over at my parents' house, and I was up on the standing on the couch yeah, screaming at the top of my lungs. I was no! so angry. You know, I do miss that. I miss the Sunday, the Sunday night Game of Thrones evenings when everybody, like, we were all in this together. I remember when they had what was it the battle of winterfell episode and it came out the same weekend as endgame and i actually watched them both the same day i was not okay well we have a new season <laughs> new series yeah. coming out in august and they just greenlit this john snow series with i don't care if john's in it if ghost ain't in it i agree ghost needs i will be writing at 80 percent of the show to be about him but anyway um okay so what is your least favorite episode of both seasons i would say and I don't think you're going to be surprised by this stranger danger (laughs) I hated everything about nine perfect strangers I didn't like the book I didn't like the show we were like trying to record the podcast and I kept forgetting like what book we were even talking about Kat was getting so annoyed with me I just like could not even retain what we were talking about like I hated it so much and it's hard because it wasn't even like a loathe and despise kind of hate where at least I'm passionate about it it was just Mm -hmm. a I, I just could not stand that book and so it was a very hard episode for me to get through what about you i would have to say either another one bites the dust or murder she wrote were my two least favorites yeah those were those were tough too so murder she wrote was outlawed and my sister the serial killer right mm-hmm. and then another one bites the dust was the vampire academy ah uh, yes you know i will say though you know the titles <laughs> The titles are fantastic. Ashley makes all the titles. Just not so all you know. of them. Some of them, you know, not every single one, but it is one of my favorite things about this. If we would have had my title on Body Like a Back Row, it would have been named The History, the History of, of Secret, Secret Places. Places. Because Kat could not remember the name of that book for the life of her. It was so funny. I don't know how that happened. I don't either, but it was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, Murder, She Wrote, I was kind of, you know, those two I was very indifferent about. Outlawed, I didn't like have a rage. Not like lore which I hated my sister was serial killer I just wanted more I was like oh I was let down I didn't get the hype I agree Although, going back to your comment about Vampire Academy, I want to know, when is that show coming out? Because it's supposed to be 2022. And I know even NBC, when it was like 2021 turning into 2022, you know, and they did their little sneak peek of everything, it was in mm-hmm. there. But I've heard not a thing. What is going on? Yeah, I would like to revisit it if it comes out, when it comes yeah. out. I wouldn't mind I'm watching it they as long as it's re- good. Like, I'm hoping they reclaim it in all its glory because that movie did not do this series justice. So Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I haven't even seen anything on social media not a thing not a thing maybe maybe they're gonna do like an october thing like late september october around halloween time maybe that's what they're planning from what i've seen the cast looks promising it's just like in my head i'm like how's the acting because i can't deal with that acting anymore it's just not something i can work with (laughs) can't wait could be a rage could be a rave we'll see we're definitely gonna revisit that one what was the book 
that you were most surprised by in terms of actually liking it after not expecting to? So I read this. It's called All of Us Villains by Amanda Foodie and Christine Lynn Herman. And it's short. It's a shorter book. And it leads into another half that comes out later this year. I went in thinking, oh, this is going to be... You remember that book I tried to read, um, Plain Bad Heroines? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And I DNF'd it because I just couldn't anymore. I thought it was going to be something like that. So I went in not expecting really anything. And I ended up really liking it. Both of them did a really good job of fleshing out all the characters all the different family lines. And it was so eerie and dark in the best way. Because I feel like I had been reading A Flicker in the Dark was supposed to be eerie and it missed the mark. Secret History, Wild (laughs) Places or whatever the thing is called, missed the mark on that. So I had been kind of, you know, my my expectations were at an all time Mm -hmm. low. But that one, I really, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for the next one to come out later this year. And I'm going to demolish that one real quick. Well, once we can actually read again, I'll have to add it to my list of things that I can just read in the wild and I'll have to be reading for episodes. <laughs> for the Throne. I really like that one. I've told you about that one. That was the duo. I all for authors who were doing duologies. Yeah. Please give me more of that. This one surprisingly was better than the first yeah. one by far. Again, eerie, dark, and they both did it very, very well. What about you? I would say that the book that I was the most surprised by was definitely Good Wife of Bath. Reading the the summary of it, I didn't expect to be as engaged with it as I was. I think especially after reading Half Sick of Shadows, which was also based on, you know, a poem of yore. And then you have Good Wife of Bath, which is also based on like a little tiny smidge of God Chaucer, I believe. Mm -hmm. So I just wasn't expecting to be as engaged because I've I've read it. I read it in college and I was like, okay, what is this going to be about? And I was just so taken aback by how much I liked it. I was very into the character. I didn't think I was going to uh, relate to her as much as I did. So I was just very surprised. It's also a very big book. So sometimes you kind of like lose (laughs) interest midway through, but it was very realistic. She thought her life was going to go one way it went a completely different direction she was able to kind of you know keep moving through different marriages different circumstances um and at the at the end of it she was finally really finding herself and who she was and i loved it way more than i thought i would that's at the bottom of my stack it's it's there it's a big it's one coming it's a big one cat's gonna read it and hate it i'm gonna be like sorry i love it <laughs> best book that you read this year one of them you told me to read empire of the vampire yes. was great I freaking love that book. so good. She was very hesitant. So too. damn good. I did not good. want to read it because it was also big. It was very It long. is a very good <laughs> It's very good. Yes. It's not the length I have problem with. I can read. But it, we have so Correct. many books we're supposed to be reading. It's, it's the time. To them all yeah. in. And this is coming from somebody who reads like books, books at once, a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very good. The other one I really liked, I got as an art from Neck Alley. I don't even remember applying for it, but I got it. It was Double Twist by Stephanie. <laughs> row and I really liked that one it made me giggle it gave me serious Charlie Davidson vibes who I freaking love the heroine's a hot mess express (laughs) but funny about it she has a cool older sidekick who's like 
a granny speed racer. <laughs> I was like, these are all the things I want in my life. She has a Maine Coon yes. hat that attacks I people. That. I love it. Yeah. So I, it's a Mia Murphy mystery. Oh. I guess it's the first one in the series. So I highly suggest Stephanie mm-hmm. Rowe. Go for it. Empire of the Vampire so by good. Jay Kristoff. So good. I'm, I'm ready, ready for the my next friend. One. Give it to <laughs> I me. I cannot wait. <laughs> we also would like to have oh my you guys God. on. <laughs> I would be so excited. I will wear all black. I will be ready to go. What about you? For me, other than the obvious, I truly do think that one of the best books I read this year was Book Lovers. And I know, I know you feel very similar. I'm not going to get into it because we did a whole episode on it. But truly, it just gave me so much joy to read that book. But outside of that, my other two were Mad Girls of New York, which I feel like I'm talking about incessantly. I loved it so much. And then I know I told Kat this and I probably said it on a podcast, but my favorite part of the book was finding out the heroine was actually a true historical figure. And most of what happened to her in that book was actually something that happened. So not only like kind of falling in love with the character, but then finding out they were a real person. I mean, that was just the icing on the cake. And it was just such a good book. So loved Mad Girls of New York. And then my other one would definitely have to be Unmasked by Paul Holes. Uh, the one and only Paul Holes. Love him. Love everything about him. Um, it was really interesting following his career and also just really understanding how many years he put into finding the Golden State Killer. Um, and just a lot of the background processes of it. Obviously, we got um, one view of it in I'll Be Gone in the Dark, but this was just, it was so interesting because he was in it for 20 plus years. So loved it. Highly recommend them both. What about the ones that disappointed you? I got to know. I would say the one that disappointed me the most was probably The Conductors. Um, And that was the one where it was somebody who was kind of running the Underground Railroad. There was magic. And I thought it was just going to be so epic. And the concept is incredible but the execution was just not and I was so sad because I want it to be good so that was probably the most disappointing because I had such high hopes for it and I would probably say my other one was honestly Book of Night and in terms of like I felt like I hate mm-hmm. the book but I was just disappointed because I was very excited for that book and it was just a little bit of a little bit of a letdown yeah, yeah. Exactly. What about you? I was recommended A Fate of Wrath and Flame by K.A. Tucker by Jess. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. (laughs) She was like, you're going to love it. It's so steamy. And I don't know if she gave me the wrong book name, but it was not. And it was, I gave it a two. I was not. I was not into it at all. I did not like it. I was really let down because I had, it was everywhere. It was popping up all kind of places all over Mm -hmm. book talk. I was not a fan also, this is like solidified that me and Reese just do not vibe on books. Like Lucky, that one oh, that's yeah. now getting slated to be another mm-hmm. movie of hers. I rated it too. I was just a huge letdown. I wasn't a fan. That's the worst. All right. Well, I know mm-hmm. you have been ready to go for this question <laughs> since the get, but what books were you just not able to finish that did not make it onto the podcast? Because again, you couldn't even finish it and I wasn't going to read it. What was your biggest DNF okay. of the year to date? Plain bad heroines. I tried. I was, I think, 60% through that book. You were and deep I just in there. And I just kept telling you, I was like, just stop. You don't need to do it. It's fine. I kept thinking I was here for the queer love. I was loving that. I was loving the ghost shit, like the whole backstory. There's multiple relationships. I was like, oh, this is awesome. We got an old creepy ass all girls school that's now haunted. And they're going to shoot a movie. And I was like, oh, this is getting good. There's weird yellow jackets popping out. I was like, I'm ready. 60 
50% this way through, nothing is still happening. And I just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I couldn't do it. And I tried so hard. Maybe one day when I have time, I'll go back to and read the other 40%. But I was really let down on that one. I love the book cover was beautiful. I was hoping I had a prayer and a hope and it was it was <laughs> it not it was not making it through. We're gonna stay in a creepy New. old house in London. So I can't wait. Well, it's not creepy. And it's it is old, but it's like an old boarding school. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> what about you? I didn't really have any DNFs this year, at least so far. I think I forced myself through quite a few that I probably should have just walked away from. But I did have one recently, literally within the past few days that I was excited for and then was like, nope, I'm not doing this. Um, And it's actually a new one by Tessa Bailey. And it's called My Killer Vacation. I think I read I think I read two chapters. And as soon as like the the main character, like love interest comes into play, who's like a bounty hunter, just the way he was interacting with the main character and just the fact that he was like already obsessed with her in like a a half of a second. I I was like, I'm out. I can't I can't do this. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm out. Even just the language he was using. I'm very disappointed. I was like, I could keep going. But I was like, Nope, I'm already annoyed. I, I will not enjoy my my read through this. So I'm out. But if you read it, let me know. I was like, that was on my TBR. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was very excited. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know to give me that heads Mm -hmm. up. And you know what? I had read, I started reading some other reviews. So I was like, is this just me? But a lot of other people are talking about just like the language, like the coarseness of it, just the way that they're interacting. And they're like, maybe she needed a little more time to finesse it. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. Also, just fun Mm -hmm. fact. So I'm going through my books on Mm -hmm. Goodreads. And I read a book called A Secret History of Witches. Uh, That's how I ended up there. That's where we're getting the secret history from. So I was like, she just Mm -hmm. kept telling me, I'm reading secret history. It's next on my list. I was like, what is that? I don't even know what you're talking about. So, okay. Well, bringing it back to obviously page rage. What has been your biggest rage of the year so far? You know, that's hard because I haven't had anything I've like hated in my gut Mm -hmm. you know which one i didn't like i didn't hate i just didn't like it Mm -hmm. a lot but i finished the duo was the (laughs) drum roll (laughs) (laughs) our violent Uh, lights did not like it i just didn't i thought it wasn't good i it's a retelling of Romeo and Juliet. And honestly, I was about 75% of the way through before I was like, Oh, okay. Got it. (laughs) Although it's very, it's very hits you on the face with it. But I was just like, there was so much happening. So here we are with a Russian and Chinese (laughs) all for that. And they're in a gang war in China in like the 1920s. So cool. Living this best life. Then all of a sudden, there's this magical creature that when it lives in the river and when it comes on ground, it releases these tiny bugs that are basically like lice and they get in your head and they kill you. I didn't need all that. Like we could have kept with the Romeo and Juliet Mm -hmm. story. That was really cool. (laughs) It's just, it was a real big letdown. Like I did not like it. And it was everywhere Mm -hmm. all over book talk. And I was really like, what the fuck is everybody talking about with this? This this is not good. It would be good if they cut off the weird lice yeah, giving strange. monster. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't need a lice giving monster. Mm-hmm. So, Speaking of duologies, okay. I am seeing a lot of duologies that are coming out. I feel like we were talking about it a lot when we were reading the tea book. And now all of a sudden, I feel mm-hmm. like everything's like duology, duology, duology. I was like, oh, we're going to live our best I'm lives. All for it. Let's wrap it up with quickness. I'm all for it. What about you? What was your biggest rage? 
I think I feel the same. I, I don't think I had anything that I've read so far this year that just angered me to my core, like some of the others. However, I did read Cover Story, which I feel like has been everywhere. And everybody's been hyping it up. Like it's the best book they've ever read, all this other stuff. And I read it, I got through it. I'm not gonna say that the writing, it wasn't like the writing was terrible or anything. Like I, I sped through it, but none of it was a surprise. I literally saw all the twists coming. And I'm like, if you've watched Inventing Anna, you know what's happening in this book. Mm -hmm. And yes, there was like still one more little twist, but I literally saw it coming because the hints like basically are hitting you over the head. So I don't know who was surprised or how they were surprised. Like, were you not paying attention? It was barely obvious (laughs) what was going to happen. Like in no way was I surprised. So it was more of like a, I got through it and was like, what the fuck (laughs) did I just read? I'm like, who would be surprised by that? But apparently half of the readers of the world. So I don't, I don't really know what that was about, but I was just, I was disappointed. I, I was expecting more. So I know we just did a this or that on it, like maybe a week or so ago on our Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. But I definitely suggest picking up Counterfeit instead of Cover Story uh, if those are on your list. I can tell you, I have loaded up at least 45 <laughs> books in yes. my queue for the yes. flights, for the transportations, yes. for whatever Ready while we're in London. So ho- hopefully there'll be some I've rages got, and some rave. Audiobooks for us to listen to for our there little drive to bath. So. You heard there it. We we're go. going to go visit the Mecca of Bridgerton and Jane Austen. Oh. But yeah, that's a that's our short recap, replay, review. All the R's. All the, All R's. the R's. Well, thank you again to everybody who has listened and supported and likes our posts and responds to our posts. And I mean, truly, you have no idea how much it means to us. We are so excited uh, that we get to do this and that people actually listen to us as we do this. So yes, this is the end of season two. And I really can't believe it. We are off to London for almost two weeks. And then we will be coming back at you in late July with season three, which is insane. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mentally preparing. (laughs) I am. I'm thinking of all the books that I have to read. I'm mentally preparing. All right. Well, at any rate, we wish you a summer of incredible reads and maybe some rages. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, we still want to hear from you on Insta. Let us know what your favorite episode was of season two or of season one and two. Um, what do you want to hear more of? What do you not care about? <laughs> Let us <laughs> know. You can email us at hello at pageragepodcast.com or always DM us on Insta at pagerage underscore podcast. And of course, please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast network. Mm